Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 133 of The Path Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on The Path. Uh, we're getting so close to the end of Revelation here. Very close. Um, today we're going to talk about um, the second half of Revelation 21 and the first half of Revelation 22. Uh, in these two pictures we have of uh, the city of God and then uh, we have... Um, talk about how the time is near when when all of this will come to pass. But uh, before we jump into that, though, it is Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, first off, here's an encouragement: be thankful this week. Be thankful every week, but especially this week. Um, but Derek, what what is something that you are thankful for over the past year? As you think back over what's happened over the last year, <clears throat> what's something that you're thankful for this week? Yeah, definitely thankful for um, my relationship with the Lord. I think mm-hmm. it's deepened um, this year. But I, I've got to go with what happened this morning, which we mm. um, we saw the fruition of, the coming to fruition of a two-year dream, two-year uh, vision the Lord gave me mm-hmm. <clears throat> to open up a counseling center in, uh, on our property. Yeah. And so uh, we did that this morning. I had the ribbon cutting for the Hope House, which uh, is a collaboration, a, a collaborative effort between our church and Formation Counseling Services. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much wrapped up in that. It's 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 hard to express how awesome that is and just mm-hmm. how God moved all the pieces together to make it happen. But I'm thankful for that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, there's it's a. Uh, I, I think there's some great years of ministry ahead in mm-hmm. that, um, mm-hmm. and, and getting. I mean, just the fact that we even have that property yeah. to begin with is is uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, that's like a three-year journey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Very good. Cool. How about you? Um, well, I, um, you know, I'm thankful. Um, I'm thankful for for the Lord as well. Um, you know, we've had a lot happen with our family this year uh, with losing my dad and. Um, I'm just I'm thankful for um, perspective from the Lord to be able to be thankful um, for things that are out of my control <clears throat> and uh, that that uh, that He is in control of those things <laughs> that um, I don't have to worry about not being mm-hmm. in control of things He's in control and so I'm thankful for that uh, but also thankful just for uh, my family and for friends who have um, been so encouraging to to me particularly this year, um, just to, to, to walk with us through, you know, really difficult times. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, just thankful that, that God provides a community that God Mm -hmm. has provided community for us. I'm very thankful for that. So very good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into, uh, to revelation, uh, chapters 21 and 22. So, um, Derek recap for us since, you know, we, we missed a week last week. Um, but recap for us, uh, 21, uh, the second half of 21, where, where, uh, we see this picture of the new Jerusalem, uh, and then, uh, we'll jump into 22 here in just a second. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you just look at 21 as a whole, um, you, you see the new creation, the new heavens mm-hmm. and the new earth, and then the city comes down in the midst of it. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's meant to, rem- to show us that all the things that went wrong at the first after the first creation not at the first creation but after that mm-hmm. so uh, the the fall of, of humankind the sin entering into our hearts and the world and the curse of sin and all, all those things really being undone <clears throat> yeah. in the new creation a new heaven and new earth yeah. 
and then this new city that that doubles as a city and a garden really and, and it's meant to give us imagery at least but I think it's probably in actuality a new Eden but it, it's meant to give us the imagery of a new Garden of Eden right a new yeah. dwelling place for God and his people mm-hmm. that was intended in that first one but because of sin and and what sin did it marred all that and 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 then what the enemy that was defeated and um, in ch- your earlier chapters, yeah. did for so many millennia right. to to you know make that enhance that to exacerbate that curse and all those things. All that's done. Mm-hmm. They're cast into the lake of fire, and then here here's this new heavens, new earth, and the Lord uh, dwelling among His people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in the second half, you see <clears throat> that in this city. There's no need for light mm-hmm. because God is the light. And, and even that is a recreation of or remaking of the original creation. What, what does it say? God spoke and, <clears throat> and was said there was light and the, uh, let there be light and there was light. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he, doesn't, he doesn't have to create a, another light beside the glory of himself yeah. shining on us. Um, there's, there's no longer... Like, like a man-made temple in this city. It's God is the temple. The yeah. Lord is the temple. The Holy, Holy, you know, Christ. And, you know, it says the Almighty and the Lamb are the temple, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it says that there, because there's no night, there's no need for these gates to the city to close. Yeah. So then the access to our God and to be, uh, as, as 22 actually says, but you get the picture of it in 21, that you get to see the face of God, yeah, right? So right. The, the the very presence of God, the very glory of God, will dwell among us, and we will see Him, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we have full access because the city gates never close. Yeah, um, you know, it we can come, uh, we can come to God, um, God the Father, uh, uh, and and the Lamb. Anytime, yeah. always, we see them face mm-hmm. to face. Um, and so this just this city, you know, I think it's also important because in 21, <clears throat> the angel says, let me show you the bride, yeah. right? So the city's not just a place, but it's a people, mm-hmm. right? The people of God are gathered there. God is dwelling among us uh, in this city. So it gives us, it gives us um, you know, hope. Yeah. It gives us, you know... Um, this, golly, I hope it's such a good word, but it seems like it needs some adjectives, and I just don't have them right now to to, yeah. to, to describe the kind of hope that ought to give us. Yeah, I lo- I love the <clears throat> it's the imagery of um, all barriers between us and God are removed. Yeah, because because sin is no more, death is no more, um, and and we we get to see Him. I, I'm I'm. Um, <clears throat> I'm reminded of the words of Paul where, you know, we mm-hmm. now we see him through a mirror dimly, yeah. we're veiled, but then we'll be unveiled. Then we'll yeah. see him clearly. Mm-hmm. And um and so it's it's just a it's a beautiful thing. Like I you know, it makes sense that this would be here, but it's like, man, that thing that the entire Bible points to yeah. is now happening. Yeah. Like the thing that we all want is happening now. I think it's that same passage that Paul also tells us we, we We'll be unveiled like that because we will be like him. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll see his unveiled glory because we will be like him. So 
that's another thing in all this is that the, in this city, we are able to approach this brilliant, <clears throat> brilliant, brilliantly glorified place, brilliantly glorified God, because the righteousness of Christ is our mm-hmm. per, is fully realized, fully per, yeah. per, perfected in us. Yeah. Um, so all, all. And we'll see in 22, all results of mm-hmm. sin and sin's curse are removed. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, you know, that that's huge, man. I mean, like Moses couldn't even uh, be in the presence of God, yeah. you know, in a, in a veiled way. Right. Without it, you know, he came down off the mountain and shone with right. the kind of glory of God. And just having a glimpse and of the backside. Yeah. terrified everyone, you know. <laughs> right, and so right. here you are. <laughs> Face to face mm-hmm. with the full glory of the yeah. Lord God, and 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 you're able to be there. You yeah. know, it's not like Isaiah, right? Isaiah chapter six says, yeah. "Whoa, uh, when when the glory of the Lord filled the temple and shone, you know, on Isaiah, um, he said, Woe is me, I'm a man of unclean.' So it's not that right. approach. It's it's that it's the New Testament's. You may approach the bold." Uh, the throne boldly, you yeah. know, but here yeah. it's not just we pr- approach the throne of the Lord by praying to him now, but there's still this barrier yeah. to his presence, full presence. It's the full presence of God and we can go as we please mm-hmm. into that presence. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The, the <clears throat> picture that comes to my mind is like, um, I think, I think we've all experienced some degree of this, but like being someplace you're like, oh man, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go from, Oh man, I don't belong here. To I am so glad to be here. Yeah. Um, and not just, not just I'm so glad to be here, but I still don't belong here. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad to be here, and this is where I belong. Yes. Yeah. And um, and so it's yeah, it's just a it's a beautiful picture of that change from um, there's barriers between us and God to all those barriers have been removed. This yeah. is a, a poor illustration, but I think <laughs> it it illustrates what you're describing. You yeah. know, imagine that we're somehow doing a tour of the White House, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. somehow, you know, we go to the restroom and the <laughs> tour moves on. We're like fumbling around trying to figure out where we're, where in the world we're supposed to be. We're like, please don't let any Secret Service find me. <laughs> right. I, I need to catch up with my group. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes the president walking yeah. down the hall, you know, with security, obviously. But sure. you very clearly realize... I don't belong here. I don't belong here. I'm so sorry. I lost the tour. I'm trying to find him. You know, yeah, yeah. So, but then imagine that he invited you into the Oval Office and, like, you know, took a picture with you and asked you your name and, you know, got to know you. I mean, it's not a, it's really not an example that that fully captures that. But in a way, in a glimpse, it gives us that idea. It's a, uh, but here, in heaven, you are meant to be there. Yeah, you know? right, right. It's not you found it and fumbled around. The the you know the red carpet, the royal carpet, if you will, was mm-hmm. rolled out and said, "You come." Yeah, this is where you belong. It's <clears throat> a great point. Well, what what else? Like, what what kind of handles do we need to hold on to then from this picture of the city um, before we move forward into into chapter twenty two? Yeah, I mean, I think I think you know what we hold on to is that hope. You yeah. know that that. In Christ, uh, we have these promises mm-hmm. available to us. Um, it also says in, in chapter 21 that uh, I will be their God, you will be my children, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, we are heirs. Yeah. So everything afforded to Christ is already ours in heavenly places, as Paul tells us, Ephesians. 
But here it is fully realized. Yeah. You know, so like it's this hope of like we are God's beloved children and we'll be there with him. And, and we already are. So those right. things are are already ours. We just haven't fully seen them yet. And so live in that. Live yeah. in the freedom of knowing like I'm an, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of Christ. I'm mm-hmm. because of the blood of Christ. I'm, I'm a joint heir with him. And yeah. I. These are these are my promises that I get to be a part of, not mm-hmm. of any uh, work of my own, yeah. but but fully because of the grace of God. And so I think you know, living yeah. in that, you know, relishing in that, <clears throat> is what we need to do. Yeah, I think the I love you know we've talked about <clears throat> we've talked about on the podcast we've talked about just here at church that um, that being a part of the family of God we have this already but not yet aspect that it is true of us but we don't get to fully realize it yet. <clears throat> and there will come a day we we have this hope that there will come a day when the not yet part will be removed yes that it, it mm-hmm. will be true and we get to experience it well that's what we're getting to peek into here yeah, absolutely John did as well an angel guided him yeah and let him peek behind the curtain but like through that peeking behind the curtain you and I get to see mm-hmm. oh that's what it's going to be like like yeah. Man, I can't, I can't fathom that, but I can't wait. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 that's good stuff. Well, then moving forward into uh, chapter twenty-two, <clears throat> we talked about the river of life yesterday, and that that Jesus is coming. And so, um, walk us through that for just a second, and and what we should hold on <clears throat> to there. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things I think became very apparent as I was preparing and studying was the correlation of Revelation twenty-two to really backtrack into Revelation. Tw- uh, Revelation 1. Mm. Number one, you have uh, a phrase there, the time is near, repeated in both. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, you see John with a similar response to seeing all these yeah. visages. Uh, he he is caught up in, in seeing all the things that he saw, and so he falls down uh, and worships. In, in chapter 1, it's at the feet of Jesus. Jesus touches, you know, comes to him and says, "This that's not what this is about. Stan, this is this is yours. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> here he falls down at the feet of the angel. And the angel says, whoa, 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 bro. That's, what are you doing, man? Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm just yeah. like you, man. I'm a servant. You know, you need to worship God. And, and yeah. so, but, but he's being, John is being led in this, you know, the time is near mentality. Mm-hmm. He's being led down the, the main street of, of the New Jerusalem, like Main yeah. Street, not Main Street USA, but Main Street, New Jerusalem, yeah, New <laughs> yeah. Jerusalem and, and City of God, and and there he sees this, uh, he sees this tree and realizes, wait, that's the tree of life, yeah, and you know that that's something that we need to be thoughtful of because <clears throat> the tree of life was was um, <clears throat> the people Adam and Eve were. Mm-hmm. kept from the tree of life yeah, after the fall right <clears throat> after the fall the whole reason that they were taken out of the garden and that it, the bible tells us angels regarded it so nobody yeah. could get in was that in their um corrupted state because of sin because of eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil uh when god told them not to in that corrupted state they couldn't enter back in yeah. and eat of the tree of life yet if they did they'd be you know, stuck in their condemnation, right? Mm-hmm. And and humankind yeah. would, would never have the opportunity to experience the grace of the Lord. So, <clears throat> it's the last time we see the tree of life is mm-hmm. in the is in the book of Genesis in, yeah. in chapter three. And here it is again. That should right. give us pause. Of like, wait, 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 wait a second. The tree of life. Yeah. The same tree of life. That's like there? that tree of life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like at the city right. center. You know, yeah. it's it's at, on Main Street. 
right in the middle for everyone to see. And and there's a river of life that a river of living water that flows through the city near Main Street. They're all right there together. And then here's this tree, and the Bible tells us that it's on both sides of the river, mm-hmm. which that should give us pause. Yeah. And I mean it's it's symbolic imagery, I'm sure, but you know, John is trying to describe what he's seeing and yeah. in some way his mind saw tree of life on both sides. Mm-hmm. I didn't say trees of life, just said tree of life. So yeah. you know, whatever that means, whatever that looks like, it you know, John has to tell us that the leaves of he says the leaves of the tree heal the nations. And then he tells us what we should already be thinking. Yeah. Because we should be thinking, wait a second, what about the curse? Mm-hmm. What about access to that, um, the tree of life? And John tells us the curse is over. Yeah. The curse is over. So you see this unraveling <clears throat> of this centuries-long curse, or at this point, who knows how long, but yeah. but this, this thing that we deal with every day, <clears throat> we should be so enamored with the thought that um, one day, not only is the the effects of sin gone from our life, which it already it is, we're being sanctified. That's already yeah. becoming true for Christians who are living, walking with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> but not only just the effects of sin, but the curse of sin. Yeah. Um, not just sin, but even the curse that led to sin. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like. The curse is unraveling, or will be unraveled fully at this point, um, so that the, the tree of life can be there and we can eat of its fruit with no concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, even its leaves uh, bring healing. So, yeah. which I think something <clears throat> that's something that we shouldn't just brush past. I no, mean, the the thing that has overshadowed ninety nine point nine percent of Scripture yeah. is being removed. Right. The only time that it was not like this was Genesis chapters 1 and 2. Yeah. Was the only time that it wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. And every conflict, every strife, every difficulty, every hardship mm-hmm. that the people of God have faced from Genesis chapter 3 until now, that thing is being removed right here. What incredible joy should fill our hearts. Oh my goodness, yeah. As we think about that. I mean, it's... It's the, it's the thing that we all want and hope for, um, but it's the thing that feels like it's just out of our our reach at at this point for us, mm-hmm. like right now in twenty twenty three. Um, but there's there's hope and a promise that it will be removed one day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, I mean, yeah, even still, even though you and I, you and I are believers, and mm-hmm. if if anybody listening to this has trusted Christ as their Savior as a believer, you know, even though you you're um, uh, last night you read the scripture of your, mm-hmm. you know, it's yes and amen. That's yeah. the promises of God is yes and amen. Right. So you, you have those available to you. You have the effects of sin are lessening in your life. So mm-hmm. you are constantly being sanctified by the Lord, but it's still there. Right. It's still something we contend with. It's still something we deal with. Temptation is real. You know, um, our enemy is real. Um, our, our own fleshly, Desires that would love to lead us astray are real, mm-hmm. um, and and so even though we have the imputed righteousness of Christ at this moment, that you know His blood covers our sin, yeah. so that when God looks at us, He sees us as justified, and the Holy Spirit is living inside of us, and He's making us holy, more mm-hmm. holy every yeah. day. 
that is still something we contend with. It's 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 Romans seven. It's right. what Paul says. I, I do the things I don't want to do. I don't want. I don't do the things I know I should do. You know, right. and and he says, "Who can deliver me from this body of death?" Right. Thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the point. Like the reason at this moment that that uh, you know John is seeing this tree of life, this river of living water flowing through it. <clears throat> the reason John can be there in that moment, of course, he's caught up and shown by the angel that you know. But w- the reason we can be there one one of these days is because of what Jesus Christ did. Yeah. He became a curse, as as Paul tells us mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> in his writings, that he became a curse because it says whoever is hung on a tree is cursed. And yeah. so Jesus became a curse so that ultimately the curse could be eradicated yeah. one day. So the whole premise of yesterday's message was like, what do we do to prepare for the time is near, right? So right. the time is near, John tells us that in John uh, in Revelation chapter 1, we say it, we see it again here in yeah. Revelation 22, in verse 10, the time is near. So how do we prepare if the time is near? Well, prepare for the per- curse to be over. Like we live mm-hmm. now, our lives now anticipating that. Right. We live our lives now um, getting rid of sin in our life, not coddling it or allowing it to say, but finding ways to kill it and to to mutilate it, as Paul says, he says, I mortify these parts of me daily. It's mm-hmm. something he had to do daily was to kill the sin in him. And that's what we ought to be as well. And, and uh, I quoted John Owen, who famously said, be killing sin or it will be killing you. Yeah, you know, we, we just can't. We live in a society that wants us to just excuse sin mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, rationalize sin. But really, sin is something we just got to get rid of because one day, the curse will be no more. Right. And so we live our lives now, and this is kind of how, you know, this is kind of a big theme of the last few chapters because we're not there yet. Right. And it's that already, but not yet. So we live in that promise now that the curse will one day be over, but we live in that by living, like eradicating sin in our own lives now, yeah. you know, and be mm-hmm. killing it in our own lives. So, yeah. I think that's key. Um, another thing we talked about was that the time is dear for the Lord to fulfill his word. Um, the angel's like, hey, I just want you to know, this these things are faithful and true. God yeah. is going to do all these things, right? <clears throat> and and so we we remind ourselves that God is faithful. You know, this is something we know is a promise to come. Yet yeah. this this the time is near. This glor- glorified state, this moment of the new city, the new Jerusalem, the new earth. You know, all those uh, new new creation, new earth, new heavens, new earth, and and all this stuff is yet to come. But but we know that God will do it because he's faithful and true. Yeah. He's faithful to his word. He always has been. He always will be. And we, we remind ourselves of that daily by by not just <clears throat> reading God's word, but letting God's word mm-hmm. implant itself into our hearts yeah. to remind us of, of the truth. Yeah, that's good stuff. And then uh, my final point was that the time is near, so let's live for Jesus. And that's uh, uh, what the passage tells us to do, but really what we need to do is just mm-hmm. be living for Jesus and I think a big part of that, I mentioned at the first of the sermon, I think a big part of that is like living for Jesus and personal holiness, but living for Jesus in personal evangelism too, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm hoping in this eventual eventuality of a new heavens and a new earth and a yeah. new Jerusalem and being in the presence of God whenever I, you know, whenever I so desire, I'm always there. He's always accessible. I'm living in that hope. 
who else can I bring with me? Yeah. Right. Right. Part of living for Jesus now is living Jesus's truth among family members, mm-hmm. friends, acquaintances, anybody in my circle of influence. Right. Living in such a way <clears throat> that I'm I'm modeling it, but I'm also mentioning it and and right. how I'm hoping in those things and that they can too. And so, you know. Uh, part of living for Jesus is like we've got work to do. You yeah, know? there's more people that that need to come to the Lord, and so um, I pray that that's really on our hearts as we close out. Next week we'll close out, check out a few more verses, mm-hmm. and we'll celebrate what we've done for uh, I think it's 43 weeks, yeah. right? Yeah, 43 yeah. weeks uh, in the Book of Revelation that we've studied. Uh, we'll celebrate that a little bit. We'll celebrate the final. Uh, verses of the scripture mm-hmm. and uh, and then we'll close that out and move on to Advent. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. Um, we'd love to know just how, how have you been encouraged uh, both um, in the hope that we have that this will come to pass one day for us as followers of Christ that we will get to experience the presence of God fully, uh, but then also how has uh, how have these two passages here at the end of Revelation, how have they encouraged you to go and share your faith with somebody? We'd love to know. You can email us at thepath at lafayettefirst.life. Uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you to talk about how we could continue to encourage you to share your faith. I mean, you're going to have opportunities this week. You'll be uh, with family and friends as we, as we uh, go into Thanksgiving. How can you shine the love of Christ and the truth of the gospel to people that you come into contact with? We would love to be able to help you do that. Um, so next week, we'll be back together to finish up the book of Revelation. Uh, really excited about that. Uh, but until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path.